And welcome back, guys, to another edition of the Straight Up Sports Talk podcast. It's been a whole week, and we're back again and ready to talk about the best sports that have happened over the past week. And honestly, Sam, we're sitting in a position now where it's, it's not as good as we were sitting here last week. Universities, sports leagues are starting to push back the start of their fall season. They're starting to cancel the Ivy League and some other handful of conferences has already came out and says, nope, we're not doing fall sports. And quite honestly, it is probably the beginning of a domino effect for collegiate athletics. I hope that's not the case. I hope we don't play monkey see, monkey do here. And I, and I think some conferences should go on. Um, and the ones that are planning on playing, I think we should play. I mean, once again, it is just it, – it is a virus, yes, and it, and, and it spreads quickly, yes. But honestly, Sam, at this point, we're going to have to live with it. I mean, it, it's never going to go away. If we go back and quarantine for three months – do nothing, it's still going to be there. So eventually we're just going to have to put on our big boy pants and play sports. We're going to have to get back to normal. We're going to have to send kids to school without making everything online. It is a virus that if you get it, you could die, but not even, not even 200,000 people in the entire United States have died from COVID-19. Okay. So eventually at some point, we're going to have to get over it and we're going to have to, to move on as normal because we cannot play this game of cat and mouse forever. And I know we don't have a vaccine or a therapeutic or anything like that, but we're going to have it eventually. And, and I think we're just going to have to get over it and move on. All right. I'll get off my soapbox now. (laughs) Anyways, that's just, I, I just, I don't know why I just went on a rant like that. I, I, I don't know, but how are you doing today, Sam? How's it going? (laughs) um i'm i'm i don't know it's it's been an interesting couple of weeks to say the least my health class got canceled so then i had to pick up an online class to fulfill another requirement it's just been crazy there's just been so much stuff going on Uh, i'm tired of hearing about corona it's been five months at this point or what whatever i'm just tired of it i'm tired of being at home i just want to go back to where things were originally that was I was having so much fun, me and you, cranking out things at Ball State, having so much fun watching football and basketball games. And it's just, it's just disappointing to see the world we live in. It's very disappointing. Um, and, you know, I, I feel like you're kind of on my side a little bit with the whole, hey, let's just, let's just move on. There is ways to do it safely. And if we do that, we'll be fine. We can't freak out when Indiana has 700 new cases a day. Okay, we cannot freak out about that. It is okay. So seven hundred people get it that day. So probably barely a thousand people actually have it currently. I mean, I, I saw something that said there is six people in Eskenazi Hospital with coronavirus. Six people. Okay, that's it. There's people in yep. the state of Indiana. Eight people are on ventilators. Yep. And what's and what's even crazier? I went to Top Golf yesterday, and nobody was wearing masks. No one, no one gave a shit. It was it was yeah. like outside of Indianapolis where you have to wear a mask. No one was wearing a mask. Like 
uh, I went to Portillo's across the street from Top Golf, and you had to wear a mask to enter the place. But after you sit down, you eat. No one, no one wore a mask. So like, yeah, it's I, I it's said just it frustrating. And I said it all along. If you want to wear a mask, wear a mask. If you don't, don't. All right. This is not. This yep, is not. Yep. A, this is not a uh, mask debate, COVID nineteen mm-hmm. debate podcast. Even though I'd love to get into it on a couple of issues uh, like that, but we're not going to do that. We're just going to yep. move on with the podcast because that, the, the fact of the matter is, is we got sports to talk about in lots of it. You got the Memorial Golf Tournament going on right now, um, and uh, Gary Woodland currently in the lead there as we speak on Thursday. You had NASCAR hold fans at an event last night for the first time. Um, Sam, I don't know if you got a chance to watch it, but I saw the very end. But, I mean, it looked like fans were, were having a good time. Um, <laughs> the only really bad part for TV was uh, that uh, Chase Elliott, who won, ran around and gave the fans high fives without a mask on. People <laughs> were tripping over that. I mean, it's whatever. I think, you know, at this point, you know, let's just come on. I mean, I'm sure he's he's tested. Yeah, he's, the athletes are tested almost every day. So, anyways, uh, NASCAR had had fans uh, there, uh, but the main thing I want to get to first here, Sam, is is this NBA bubble going to work? Like, is it like actually are we going to start on time and are we going to finish on time? I mean, as long as no, as far as I see it. So people can come into the bubble with extern, ex, like if you like have a child or whatnot. But as long as like they take every precaution possible, it's it can work. If you, I don't know whether you watched the TBT tournament over like this past few weeks. Did you? Um, I I did not, but but I heard a lot of stuff, a lot of positive things about it. So so they basically did the same thing as the bubble where it's it's different. However, it's a one and done league. Like you lose once you're out, obviously. So it's a lot like less scheduling on their part. But it, they proven the concept work. They had a bubble. They had teams stay in a hotel, whatever. They've basically been doing the same things as an NBA. And there's been maybe a couple cases uh, across the tournament. So we've seen really positive things out of out of the TBT bubble. Yeah, and from what I've seen, you know, I've I've been running around like a chicken with my head cut off this week. I haven't actually had time to sit down and watch TV, unfortunately. Um, it's honestly going to stay like that for the next couple of weeks. But, um, yeah, I, I heard positive things about it. I, I like the tournament of the, the TBT. Didn't they have like an Elam ending? Uh, yes, where it was yes a race they have it every points, year. So, yeah. Uh, and I, I thought that was a, was a thing that, that went on. But, uh, yeah, I think the NBA bubble can work. Like you said, you just got to be precautious, uh, take precautions uh, when necessary. If a, if a player tests positive, okay, you go to isolation, quarantine, test all the other players. And as long as you only have maybe one or two players affected, you should be, you should be good to go. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and quite honestly, I think, I think it will be fine. I think – I, th- I think it'll start on time, but I don't know about finishing. I, I just think people are going to get scared. I- and I th- that's what scares me about this whole thing is one person gets it and everybody freaks out. Like, yeah. And that, that scares me with everything uh, with, with you know, high schools going back, with college going back. Okay, if one person tests positive on campus, are we going to shut everything down? I would certainly hope not. Mm-hmm. I would certainly hope not. 
surely, you know, you, you get in contact with the people that they've been in contact with and, and test them and everything. Uh, but IU, um, we keep kind of going back to college here, but IU is going to require uh, students to report a COVID test 10 days prior to returning. Won't be surprised if we see our school uh, at Ball mm-hmm. State do, the, do a similar thing. I uh, will not be surprised at all. Uh, but yeah, the NBA bubble overall, I think it's a good idea. I think it's going to work. It's going to be a unique, unique format. And uh, I, I don't think this is anything the NBA looks into in the future in terms of maybe hosting that, that in season tournament, right. Was floated out there in, in mm-hmm. February or March uh, doing some sort of in season tournament. You could do it at a place like Orlando and do a bubble, but I don't think they would, I don't think they would do that. That would be the only application I would see it being used again honestly. And with this bubble talk, that reminded me, I don't know if you saw on the news, where uh, originally we thought Victor Oladipo may not play this season. He's kind of, he may be switching his mind soon. He said, I'm trending upwards. Hopefully when the time comes to make that decision, it will be easy to make. So originally we thought as Pacer fans, there's no way Victor Oladipo is going to play. He originally said that. Now it's kind of interesting. Maybe we do see him potentially play. I don't, I don't know what your thoughts are on Victor Oladipo. I hope. I hope. I, I know I told you when he said he wasn't going to, to, to play. I said he was a quitter. You know, he should, he should play. Um, and I get it. It's his choice. And, and he, he was still kind of injured and, and whatnot. But I still think he should play. I think you've got to be there for your team. You, you've got to do it for them, even if it means, you know, playing in this little tournament that you might not even win anything out of. And if you do, is it really going to mean that much? You still have to play for your team because that not only, I mean, if you, if you kind of just didn't play, I think that reflects badly on your teammates. And I think Oladipo for one needs to play because you don't, I don't think you want Malcolm Brogdon getting any ideas thinking that he is, kind of the man in the Pacers organization because if you do that you get some butting heads the next thing you know Brogdon wants out or Oladipo wants out so I think uh, I think that's another reason for Oladipo to play is that so Brogdon um, or Sabonis or Turner don't really get that notion of hey maybe I'm supposed to be the leader on this team well, I don't even know if that's the case because even when he was hurt, he was kind of the vocal person of the group. When you look at him on the bench, he was kind of the vocal leader. Yes, he wasn't playing, but in the locker room, he definitely had a voice. He he was on the sideline. You could see his celebrations. You could see him just lead this team even when he's not playing. So and another thing with this team, it seems like they work well because they don't have that one vocal, per, that one true kind of – uh, let's say, Kawhi Leonard-esque player to just, like, overreach their step. You have Malcolm Brogdon, who's a solid player. Victor Oladipo is a solid player. TJ Warren is solid players. You have all these solid pieces, but not one person to – yes, you have superstars, but not one that has much of an ego, if you want to call it. I agree. I can agree with that. Um, yeah, uh, you don't have too many egos there. Um in, in Indiana. And that's what makes this team, I think, the way they are, is you don't have a Paul George or a LeBron James and stuff like that. Uh, but yeah, overall, I think the bubble will be a success. Um, and I think that uh, we should be looking forward to it. Uh, kind of moving on here, transitioning. 
Sam, have you watched any NASCAR? Like, have you been able to get into NASCAR? We talked about it at the start when NASCAR started to back up saying, okay, yeah, we're probably going to watch it because it's on, but are we going to actually stick with it? We're about, what, two months into NASCAR racing. What is your, what is your opinion? I watched only part of the Indian, the Indiana one. I think it was the 400. Or, yeah, the Brickyard. Yep. Yeah, so that's that's the only one I've tuned into so far. Yeah, um, I tuned into a little bit of that one. I've tried to catch races. See, this is a thing I like to do with NASCAR. I like to catch them at like 30 laps to go, 20 to 30 laps to go, mm-hmm. because it's competitive, um, and you you get to see the end. And, and stuff like that. So I, I, I kind of like to turn it on with about 20 to 30 laps to go. Now, I did watch the race at Kentucky a couple of weeks ago. Uh, a rookie won that, I think, for the first time ever, a rookie won at Kentucky Speedway. Um, and he was in fifth. He was in fifth place with three laps to go, and he won the race. It was absolutely insane. The last three laps were fun to watch, and it, it was good. And, and I enjoyed watching it. Uh, but yeah, I, I can't sit through a whole race. I won't lie. I can't mm-hmm. sit through a whole race, but 20 to 30 laps to go. I can get on board. I can get on board with that. Um, and I've kind of gotten into it more, uh, the competitive aspect of it. I think, you know, there's five or six really good drivers that you can kind of count on to be there at the end. So uh, Chase Elliott got it done last night at Bristol, um, in the all-star race, I believe it was the all-star race last night, but, uh, yeah, fun. I think fun to watch at the towards the end of the race. I, th- I think though, what's going to be interesting is see how the ratings change because I know uh, the Pacers just sent out a thing where they're going to kind of be br- start broadcasting their scrimmages to the world. So when the NBA starts coming back, the NFL starts coming back, and NASCAR, as as much as people are turning on now, is going to take a major hit when you have baseball coming back towards the end of this month. It's going to be difficult for them to keep their viewers up besides their loyal fan base. You have all these sports coming back. It seems like the end of July is just going to be cram-packed with sports starting back up. So it's going to be tough for NASCAR, who generally doesn't have that high of a kind of ratings compared to the NFL, the NBA, the higher sports it's going to be hard for them to keep up. Well, like I said a couple of weeks ago, they can't expect them to be like, you know, right up there with them. And NASCAR has done it for the longest time. They've kind of taken their medicine and they know kind of where they fit. They're, they're not the, the prime time uh, and they're not the prime time everybody's tuning in to watch. They kind of take their spot on Fox on a Sunday afternoon um, and they kind of live with that. Yeah, the ratings are good right now because it's really the only sport to watch. But I think um, I think that they will uh, they'll be better uh, when sports return. They're going to take a hit, but they will be better, I think, than they have been for a while. Honestly, mm-hmm. I think they will. Obviously, the NBA, the MLB ratings are, are going to be better, but I think that they won't necessarily. Uh, fall off the the face of the earth if you know what i'm saying yeah i I get what you're saying all right uh enough about racing uh we kind of got a lot to get to and and (laughs) it's kind of just a hodgepodge uh podcast we will be off Mm -hmm. next week though sam don't know if i told you this or not already but we will um we will not have a podcast coming out next week 
Uh, I've got some different things going on. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, So, yeah, I, I won't be around next week, but we will be back the week after that and uh, leading right up to hopefully our return to campus where we actually can record a podcast sitting in the same room um, mm-hmm. if Sam lets me. Um, <laughs> no. Or something like we can still I mean, we, we can still do this <laughs> setup. So, I oh, mean, yeah. Yeah, either way. It's just going to depend on the, the, you know, the access of our studio. We don't know what the, the studio is going to look like mm. uh, and different things like that, different restrictions. But let's just hope we get back on campus first. That mm. is priority numero uno. And we can figure out uh, podcasting and, and things from there. Yeah. Uh, so we, we've kind of covered the NBA and uh, NASCAR kind of getting into MLB. It's actually supposed to start this weekend, Sam. Did you know that? I mean, it, it kind of snuck up Are you talking about like uh, training camp or whatever? Are you According to ESPN here, Philadelphia at Washington, 6.05 Saturday night. Wait, um, really? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I, I'm telling you, it, it's, it, it kind of snuck up on us. For the longest time, we were like, oh, my gosh, they can't decide – what they want to do, but uh, yeah, July 18th. Oh, uh, according to ESPN, that's what the schedule is. Maybe I'm wrong. No, that's what it says. I'm looking um, at it too. New York, the the uh, Yankees and the uh, I almost said the Knicks, the Mets, the, <laughs> the Yankees and the Mets play at seven on ESPN two for the nationally televised game that night. But yeah, we're rolling this Saturday in two days. We'll be it's playing insane. MLB. And it's, it's so weird because for the longest time, I mean, they didn't reach an agreement until, what, late June, early July, something like that. So uh, them getting started already is quite kind of impressive, honestly. And then, uh, yeah, you, we get into the full swing of the season, 60 games um, starting on Saturday. So, Sam, you got you got any uh, teams you're, you're watching out for in the MLB? Are you See, I this is what I did, Sam, and I, I think mm-hmm. – I can kind of be blamed for this whole uh, COVID because I said I was going to get and I actually watched the MLB this year. I was going to like invest some time yeah. and try to watch like one game a week, like actually like yeah. in first pitch to the last out, I was going to try to watch one yeah. game a week. And, and then COVID happened and we haven't had baseball yet. So yeah. I'm still going to try to do that. It's going to be tough, but uh, yeah, I'm going to try to do one game a week. Well, it's going to be easier because they only have 60 games. Yeah, that's true. It's true. I only got to watch 60 games so, um, or, or something like that. Uh, mm-hmm. But we'll, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Sam, you got any, are you looking forward to baseball season at all? Are you going to pay attention to it? I mean, obviously, we're going to pay attention to yeah. it. But, uh, I, th- I think I'm, I, like, I'm, I'm not I'm much of a baseball fan, as you, you know, Grant. But, like, if if the Reds do well, that's kind of the team like I default to just because, I mean, I've been to a bunch of Reds games. I'm not really a fan, but if they do well, that will be pretty cool. But, I mean, any team has a chance with the 60 games. But my theory is if there's one sports league to kind of, like, do terribly through this COVID-19, it's going to be baseball, and it's because of Rob Manfred. But, yeah, I that that's my theory that if any league just, like, like has to scrap the season and does terribly because of COVID, it's going to be baseball. But that's just, that's just my theory. Yeah. Uh, you, you're, you're probably right there. Sam, I want to get to some breaking news on the show. Um, actual literal breaking news. The Washington Post tweeted this out four minutes ago. 
uh, saying 15 women who worked for the Washington Redskins alleged sexual harassment by former mm-hmm. scouts and members of owner Daniel Snyder inner circle. So we knew that there was a, a, an investigation um, going on in the, 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 the Washington organization, um, mm-hmm. but we didn't know what it was. And they just dumped the news here at 530 on a Thursday. Um, so, I mean, Sam, your immediate reaction to that, obviously Washington is kind of in a pickle, the Redskins, because they, they're, they're not the Redskins anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're changing their name. Um, but your immediate reaction to that, finding out should, should the, should Washington just fold up, move, you know, maybe we can get like St. Louis, a team back or something. Can, can we promote the exit, the XFL St. Louis Battlehawks to the NFL? I, I would love the St. Louis Battlehawks back. You know, I was a big supporter of them before the XFO just kind of gave up and just like quit. But I don't think it has a reflection to do on the city. It has everything to do with the owner. No one likes, I think at this point, except the players that are getting paid by him, Dan Snyder. And I think this is just going to force the NFL into a point to where like a Donald Sterling, you just have to take away ownership from him. I remember seeing that the minority owners and the Redskins previous to that coming out wanted to sell their state because we knew something was going to go on. The Washington Post said they were going to release something, and we were just waiting for this to unfold. And now that it has, I wouldn't be surprised if Dan Snyder was forced to give up uh, ownership, not only for this, but for the name and how he's just reacted over the years. It's just not looking good for Dan Snyder. Yeah, it's not. Um, it's not, and honestly, yeah, you're you're right. I mean, a kind of a, a David Stern situation kind of needs to happen um, pretty quickly here, I would think. And I I don't want to. I don't think Washington should pack up and move or or whatever because mm-hmm. I don't want to be a supporter of cancel culture, which has become very <laughs> popular lately. I don't think that. And you're right. It's not the organization. It is the owner himself. He sat back. He watched this happen. Everything like that. You know, he's notoriously one of the worst owners in uh, major sports. So, yeah, it has everything to do with the owner. He should be 110% blamed um, that uh, for that. And so, uh, yeah, I think I think you're going to see a lot of stuff come out. I think you're going to see Dan Snyder kind of go back into the bushes and and mm-hmm. and, may, and hopefully give up ownership of the Washington Redskins team. So maybe they can get somebody in there that actually knows what they're doing. Hopefully. And when you when you said that uh, said said what was going on, you didn't say any players had done it. So it's all in the organization that had done it. It's scouts uh, within the Redskins. It's not the the it's not the quarterback. It's not the left tackle. It's all front office people. And all that traces back to Dan Snyder. So at the root of the problem is Dan Snyder. So I, I think this just this just reinforces the fact that Dan Snyder is a terrible owner that should be like removed from being able to own a team. Yep, I, I definitely definitely agree. And we'll see more stuff will come out about this. But that is pretty much all we know at this point is uh, the news dump that they just had. And that was from the, the Washington Post. So, yeah, we'll, we'll keep an eye on it, and I'm sure we'll talk about it as it continues um, and, and, and kind of follow it there. Um, it it should, be, should be very interesting. Um, 
should be very interesting to follow and, and see what the, the downfall of the uh, Dan Snyder and then the Washington organization will be. All right, Sam, you got anything else before we head out this evening? I know that was kind of a last second breaking mm-hmm. news segment, but uh, we wanted to get to that because it just rolled across my Twitter feed as I was scrolling here looking for any last minute uh, breaking news. And we, we sure got it. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you guys for listening to the last episode. I know Grant, you said you sent me a picture. It was over 50 plays. So thank you guys for your support. And then uh, Dallas screwed up by not being able to sign Dak Prescott. So yeah, that's yeah, all I got to say. Definitely. Uh, definitely agree with that. And yeah, thank you. If you, if you found us last week where we uh, sat down and, and chatted with Luke Robertson, um, thanks for, for continuing to listen. And, and I hope that, uh, that you guys stick around and subscribe and, and follow us on Twitter. We're straight up sports talk on Twitter at sports talk at six uh, is our Twitter official handle. Um, and you can find us there. That's where you find the latest episodes, everything like that. Um, if you need anything, our Twitter page has it for you. All right, Sam. We'll see you in a couple weeks. We won't be on next week. Mm-hmm. Um, I got a very busy week next week, so we will not be on next week. But the week after, we'll be on. So the 20, I don't know, look forward around August 1st, uh, that episode to come out. Sam, we'll see you next time. See ya. That's been Sam Thelman. I'm Grant Covey. We'll see you in a couple weeks. But thanks for tuning in. And uh, don't forget, you can find our past episodes on uh, Apple Podcasts and Spotify there for you to listen you've missed it, if you want to go uh, listen to a podcast when we actually had live sports we've got them for you um, so you can check it out there thanks for tuning in i'm grad kobe have a great night and we'll see you next time